I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, welcome back to the show. Got a quick one for you. It does not matter if you're an in-network physical therapy practice owner, out-of-network, cash-based, mobile, brick-and-mortar, doesn't matter. You are at some point your front desk, whoever's answering your phones, speaking to patients, trying to get them booked and scheduled. Everyone's got a cost, right? $20 copay, $50 copay, or if you're charging $100, $200, $300, $400 per visit, whatever it is, there will be components of a sales process and a dollar amount and a decision to be made by your prospective patient to potentially, to potentially do business with you, work with you, schedule an evaluation, arrive and pay and, and do all that. So oftentimes, at least for my practice, concierge pain relief, home physical therapy in New York City, we sometimes have patients that ghost us. That would be defined as someone who inquires through your practice, through your website, they call you, they reach out to you, they speak to you or your front desk person, your admin, whoever it might be. They inquire about insurance or cost, or if they have a specialist, if you have a specialist for their issue, whatever it might be, there's all these decisions to be made by the prospective patient. And here, is a quick one today. If you have a prospective patient who reaches out to you, touches base with your practice, they inquire, you reply, they want to think about it, or they stop answering your emails or phone calls or text messages. Hopefully, first of all, hopefully you have a front desk person or an admin or a secretary or a receptionist or someone that is following up with prospective patients. Again, it does not matter if you're in network, out of network, cash, whatever. I'm cash and out-of-network insurance. We have out-of-network insurance billing and private pay. So that's that. But this works as well within network. And if you have patients, prospective patients that ghost you, they show an initial interest for whatever reason. And then for another reason, they they draw back, they walk away, they stop answering your phone calls, your text messages, your emails, whatever it might be, even if you and your front desk staff follow up with them one time or two times or whatever. Here's what not to say. Let me uh, write a bullet here. And I'm showing, uh, I got a screen share here. If you're watching on YouTube, otherwise you can just follow along and listen on iTunes or Spotify. But I'm going to write some notes out here on YouTube if you are a visual learner, if that helps you better. So what does not work is, hey, just checking in with you. Just checking in with you. How are you? You know, you contacted us. <laughs> you contacted us last week. and. We haven't heard back from you. Do you still want to book an appointment? These do not work. Do you still want to book an appointment? Can we get you scheduled on the calendar this week or next? This week or next week? These things do not work, folks. All these do not work. These are all a yes-oriented question. You're trying to get a yes, you meaning most humans, you, all of us, therapists, practice owners, whoever it might be, we're experiencing yes-oriented questions. Just checking in with you. How are you? Just contacted you last week. Are you looking to book an appointment? Are you still are you still on the fence with physical therapy? Are you still shopping around? Are you calling around? All these things, none of these things work. If you send any of these questions to patients, prospective patients over 
email, text message. If your front desk folks are calling and leaving voicemails to these prospective patients that showed interest initially, they reached out, they were referred by one of your favorite physicians, or they were referred by a friend, word of mouth, whatever it might be. And then they didn't book your, they didn't schedule an evaluation and they ghosted you. First of all, don't take it personal. They could have other things going on in their life, whatever. But I'm telling you, these do not work. Hey, just touching, checking in with you, just touching base. You know, none of these work. None of these work. These are yes-oriented questions. It, the prospective patient is busy. They have things going on. They don't want yes-oriented questions, okay? So here's what does work. A no-oriented question. This is what works. This is going to be a quick episode. This is what works. You could do a voicemail. You could do over phone call, especially email and text message as well. Here's what works. Have you given up on? Have you given up on? This is from Chris Voss, one of the best books I've ever read in my life. Never split the difference. I suggest you listen to it on Audible. Or what's even best is that you buy the physical book, you listen to it on Audible at the same time, and you, I don't know, I feel like you get immersed in in a book even better and get through it faster or digest it better. But this is from Chris Voss. He's an ex-FBI hostage negotiator. And when he would be speaking to criminals who had a an American citizen abroad held hostage, he would ask no-oriented questions. So here's an example. You send a text or an email to a patient. Have you given up on lower back pain relief? Have you given up on starting sciatica treatment? Whatever, you know, have you given up on? Are you walking away from, you know, are you are you walking away from the idea of natural pain relief, which would be physical therapy? Are you walking away from so have you given up on lower back pain treatment? Most people that they know that. They want like salespeople, car salespeople, anyone that sells anything, you know, historically it was like, get people to say, yes, you want to get them to say three or four or five yeses at the end. And then, you know, then you trick them and you book them, you sell them. Oh, you know, if if someone's selling a car, oh, this is the car that you said you wanted. Right. And it, you know, it's got the, uh, it's got the, the color that you liked. Right. And it's got the features and the benefits, the features of the car that you were looking for. You said you wanted a sunroof and you said you wanted leather interior or whatever, it has these features that you preferred, right? And then, you know, the consumer's like, yes, yeah, yeah, it's a car with four wheels. And yes, it's got leather interior and skylight or whatever. And, you know, oh, you said this was in your budget or this would be in your budget. That's old school sales, which is you're trying to get the person, they're trying to get the person to say, to answer yes several times, leading towards the end of the interaction, towards the end of the close, which would then have the consumer, the potential customer, or in this case, the potential patient making a decision about their health and wellness and treatment and physical therapy and all that. And Chris Voss and this book, Never Split the Difference, has beyond enlightened me. And this is what works. This is this will work for patients that ghost you in your practice if they don't answer emails or phone calls or text messages or whatever. Have your front desk person, whoever reaches out to patients, do it tomorrow. Do it today. If you're listening to this right now, do it as soon as possible. And just send this. It, it could literally be like, hi, Mary. Hi, John. Have you given up on? Not like, hey, hope your week's doing well. Hope your day is going good. And I hope you're okay. Just get right to it. Hi, John. Have you given up on lower back pain treatment? Have you given up on Parkinson's rehab? Have you given up on whatever it might be? So 
You want to get away from these yes-oriented questions. Are you looking to book an appointment? You want them to say yes. The prospective patient has reservations for whatever reason. Maybe they don't want to make a decision. They don't want to make the wrong decision. They don't want to go somewhere and spend money and it not work. So maybe they don't trust themselves. Maybe they don't trust you and your practice and, and, and the program or the treatment that you're offering. But also, they know that they have to meet you halfway and they have to put in time and effort to get better with therapy. So they might not even trust themselves. So don't take a personal, it might not even be you at all. But this is what gets them to reply. And even if they reply, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to book an appointment on with your practice on the calendar, on the schedule today or the next week or two. It will get them to reply and you will get a better pulse of where they're at in, in their decision-making process. They might say, oh, you know, they might reply to this. So the question of, have you given up on starting sciatica treatment? And they might say, oh, no, I was actually just readmitted to the hospital. That's why I didn't reach back out to you guys. I, I, I had, you know, intractable pain or something and had to go get a, I don't know, epidural, you know, shot or something like that, worst case scenario. Or they might reply to this, have you given up on starting sciatica treatment? They might say something like, they might give an, a reason or an excuse in regards to their busyness with their, their work schedule their calendar, their family life, whatever, and trying to think about how they're going to schedule your visit with them into their busy schedule. But you will get a response. And if you get a response, then you'll understand a little bit more of where they are in the decision-making process. If they do not reply, then now you do know, yes, they have given up lower back pain treatment relief, or yes, they have given up on the fact, or that they have given up on the possibility of working with you. Don't take it personal, but if they don't answer, you could next, you just move on. You know that something's going on with them and it just wasn't the right fit or something. They're just not your ideal patient or, or client or whatever. So if they don't answer, that is a response, meaning that they have given up on working with you. So you could just move on. You could just send this one time over text or email or whatever. But most of the time, this will elicit a response. So that's why the title of this. If you have a potential patient who goes to you, ask this one question, they'll respond. I've used this a lot. My team has used it a lot. And it works like a charm. Have you given up on, and then not the thing that you care about the most, which is, you might say, a treatment modality or your type of program or whatever, but it's the thing that they care about. So for me, here's an example. So we with Parkinson's, we have, um, we have a Parkinson's breakthrough program. All right? We kind of just... It's like... We just named like standard Parkinson's rehab. So we have this thing, we call it, it's on our website. It's called the Parkinson's Breakthrough Program. Okay. Now, I would not say, have you given up? Have you given up on the Parkinson's Breakthrough Program? Now, now I'm on two pages here. Sorry. All right. If you're following me on YouTube, you'll see. Have you given up on the, or have you given up on our Parkinson's Breakthrough Program? This will not work. This will not work. Instead, what do people care about with Parkinson's? They care about balance and strength and stability, but they really, they want to move. They, they want to have independence. They want to have control of themselves, of their health decisions. They want to live longer. Have you given up on focusing on your balance and longevity or something like that? Have you given up on starting to improve your whatever they care about the most, walking, whatever these are, then you use the words from the previous call or the initial call or the initial interaction with this prospective patient. You use their words, you insert it in here. Have you given up on, 
and whatever whatever the thing is, whatever the thing that they care about the most, which you need to find out on the first call. So that's it for now. Subscribe to the Dave Kittle Show on YouTube, as well as iTunes or Spotify if you're not already. This is just a quick one, but I would love to hear your feedback. Send me a message, email, comment on the YouTube channel, whatever. If you have a prospective patient that ghosts you, there might be a reason. This is a question. Just uh, please avoid all this. Avoid, hey, just checking in, just touching base. How are you? How was your week? How was last week? Whatever. Avoid those things. Avoid, hey, do you still want to book an appointment? Hey, we have three appointment slots left on the calendar for this week. Should I block out an appointment for you? It's showing desperation. It doesn't put you in a good light. This question of have you given up on is a way that is eliciting, if they say they're going to get confused in their mind, maybe before they even answer, have you given up on starting sciatica treatment? Well, you know, if someone has sciatica, why would they be giving up starting sciatica treatment? Like they want it resolved. They want it addressed, right? I mean, it like, it's a curveball. It's a curveball in the interaction around their situation and the decision-making process. Have you given up on starting sciatica treatment? So let's just say you had a patient reach out to you last week. You contacted them a couple of times. You haven't heard from them and they have sciatica. And if they get a text or an email or a voicemail from you, just asking, hey, have you given up on starting sciatica treatment? Or have you, have you given up on sciatica treatment? It's not necessarily saying at your place, but in general, they're going to be looking for sciatica treatment somewhere else if they're not doing it with you. So in general, they will be pursuing sciatica treatment. If sciatica is irritated, people want to address it most of the time. I know some people will wait. I know some people will, will wait weeks or years to get physical therapy or get treatment or whatever, but a lot of people will want to address it. And this is like a subtle reminder, but it's a, it's a non-desperate subtle reminder of like, hey, we exist. Our practice exists. We help this type of a condition. We specialize in this issue. Have you given up on finding a provider? Have you given up on starting treatment for it? So hopefully that helps. Let me know if it works. And if it does, definitely comment or send me a message. And I would love to hear it. And we'll catch you next time here on the show. Thank you. Bye. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.